0: The scheme. I'm Ben. I'm Doug.
1: I'm Tristan. I'm Elijah.
0: Wow, we are all here once again, more than one week in a row. I am what? truly impressed. What? Oh,
2: but 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 wait! I think we're all gonna be here next week too. <laughs> oh, that's well, that's okay. the plan anyway. Um, <coughs> we shall see. Who knows? Yes, uh, Ben. Apparently, we all come together in times of horrible movies
0: i I don't know that i would call this a
3: horrible movie well we we do he's not wrong though we do we do that uh <laughs> we come together for most actually all of our movies we come together and it turns out
1: and yeah. and many of them are bad
0: that's right i, I don't think this Butter. movie
1: was i don't think this is a horrible movie but i didn't think it was good
2: well let's quit beating around the bush what did we watch this week guys Well, y'all, this week we watched Sonic the Hedgehog, released in 2020. I believe our first film uh, to come out of that thing that decade stuffed inside a year. Um this uh this came out in 2020. Uh got pretty decent reviews uh for what it is. Uh got 6.5 on IMDb, 63% on Rotten Tomatoes, 47% on Metacritic and 92% on Google. Directed by Jeff Fowler and starring Jim Carrey, James Marsden, Ben Schwartz, uh Tika sumter Neil McDonough, uh that's who that guy is. Got it. Uh, yes, Ben. Hey,
0: uh, I'm gonna interrupt you with a fact check, real quick. This is actually not the first movie we have reviewed that was released in 2020. Care to guess what the first one we did is? Uh, no. Here's a hint: it's barely a movie. <laughs> it was the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I guess I guess, you're right. oh. I guess I guess you're right. I guess I guess you're right.
3: I thought Doug was talking timeline wise, like I mean, it's earliest, earliest
2: 20 year, twenty film. Yeah, let's go with uh, let's go with the logic. Oh, okay, that means okay. that I'm right. Let's go with that logic. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so this movie, pretty decent cast, uh, really a big movie for Jim Carrey. A lot of people came out to see him in this, uh, and uh, yeah, got decent reviews on a. Oh wow! Oh, okay. On an eighty-five million dollar budget, made one hundred forty-eight million domestic and three hundred thirteen million worldwide. So it was a success by and large, and they are making a sequel to it. Uh, believe that is to be released in twenty twenty-two. Um, so yeah, uh, anybody want to sum up the story of this movie for us? Because it's it's I not did. as it's not as simple as like the Sonic video games where run from one side of the screen to the other side.
3: <laughs> okay, well uh, let me just as a person who's played Sonic for much of my life, <clears throat> uh, Doug is right. Typically, uh, you have the villain Doctor Robotnik ha- is in a flying saucer of some kind, and he's chasing you around the map, usually on a on a grid, like you can't really do a whole lot of moving around. You're going to probably stay in one spot and, and just kind of run along a line. That's how the games work. Um, and that is how some of this movie worked. Um, th- there was a Dr. Robotnik, played by Jim Carrey. Um, basically, Sonic uh, has a little bit of backstory, but he comes to Earth eventually. And he uh, has a bunch of rings, as he does in the games. He cl- In the games, he collects rings for unknown reasons. Uh, he collects rings. They're his life. Said, We're going to
2: they're his life force once you run that's right yeah once you run out of rings you're dead
3: it's that's true but all you only have to have one ring and then you can get hit one more time but if you get hit once you lose all your rings so it's really doesn't matter how many rings you have uh, i guess um anyway that's maybe that's philosophical to some of you
0: if you can get that out of it um i don't know well hey if you like it then you should have put a ring on it
1: what the heck, Ben? All right. Well, thank you
2: all <laughs> for tuning moment. in to Setting the Scheme. This has been our final episode we will ever record. Viter closing, Media is shutting I'm throwing down. my
3: laptop in the graveyard. Uh, we uh, are going
2: to go and live as permits for the rest for of that. our life.
3: You are all welcome. I'm burning my laptop as we speak. Um, so, yeah, anyway, Sonic comes to Earth, and uh, he meets a, a, a cop because Sonic runs really fast because he's sad. Uh, because he gets upset for being alone. Because he's basically an alien on Earth and can't really be anyone because he is an alien. <laughs> um, eventually he meets this cop because this cop investigates his his tool shed which in which Sonic is hiding out in. These guys become friends eventually. Dr. Robotnik is a U.S. scientist, I guess. A U.S. crazy person who works for the government. Um, I guess that's an official role in the U.S. government. Um, anyway... <laughs> He, he's very smart and has a lot of money um and uh works it's jim carrey by the way uh, jim carrey hunts down uh sonic throughout the movie by the end of it dr robotnik is banished to a mushroom planet um and sonic stays on earth i guess to just chill with uh his new cop friend and his cop friend's wife and at the very end uh we see dr robotnik Working to get off the planet, and then we also see Tails, Sonic's friend from the games. Um, tails has two tails; that's the name. and can fly with those tails, and Tails shows up at the end looking for Sonic. Um, thus, saying to the audience, "Hey, we're going to have a sequel!" You know, just kind of screaming it at the at the audience. Um, so that that's the plot of the story. I saw this movie. Um, if you guys want to go into the experience with the film uh i okay cool i just kind of started talking i didn't really introduce it yeah Um, please go keep talking okay so uh we um i saw this movie with stone my roommate stone for all of you who don't know um and we saw it when it first came out maybe like a week after it came out um a packed theater actually uh in february of 2020 so um so, yeah, and it was, and I, you know, I enjoyed it. I, we had a good time. It was fun. Um, that's, 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 and I didn't watch it again. I just saw it the first time and um,
0: moved on with my life. Uh, I also saw it in theaters in February uh, uh, on Valentine's Day. It was a lot of fun. But yeah, I have not seen it since. and uh, That's when it came out, of, right? Uh, I think so.
3: Yeah, I think so, too.
0: I,
2: I uh, I I saw this. Seen
0: it since, and
2: um... (laughs) yeah, that's it. (laughs) I saw this movie the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Um, I watched it that Sunday while watching it. I baked a chocolate cake and a loaf of cheddar bacon bread. I remember what I baked more than I remember the movie. um Interesting. yeah it it went in one air out the other that was that was it
3: like the rodel dorado would you say
2: no i genuinely do not remember a single thing about the rodel dorado i know that you think i'm playing up a bit but i genuinely do not remember any of no, that I movie don't. I don't think you are. um yeah
1: i saw this movie today and i did not laugh <laughs> And I did not feel anything, and I was a little, <laughs> little bored. <laughs>
2: so far for <from> the course. <laughs> that, that's funny. well.
1: Part of, part of that was. <laughs> I,
2: I feel like uh, I feel like this podcast is just an is just a continuing study at what will make Elijah actually feel emotions. So far you know, I think we've maybe found like five things, but I'm okay if we never find another thing cuz it just adds to the mythos of his character all the more.
3: It's
0: I support that.
3: It's interesting that you mentioned not laughing. I didn't I there were a few jokes that I laughed at, but by and large I think this was humor meant for kids and it was a lot of the movies we've seen that were
0: meant for kids have been bad. <laughs> um and like i mean it's you a can kids have, you can make a movie that is targeted almost entirely at kids like there's
2: not much for the adults watching this film
1: there that I- doesn't have to be true
2: <laughs> and yeah i will take that as an opportunity for me to stand on my soapbox and say oh. uh and say just because a movie is made for kids does not mean it cannot appeal to to adult audiences does not mean it cannot have good, smart writing. Now, does this movie have any of that? No, it really doesn't, which is really funny given the production story behind this movie. Um, and I, I know we're going to get into that later on, but given the kind of production hell that this movie went through, like it's, it's truly fascinating how juvenile empathetic the writing is yeah doug yeah.
1: i agree with you 100% i was going to use the word juvenile and i don't usually use that word to describe movies made for children you know what i'm saying i watch a lot of movies yeah i watch a lot of movies made for kids and laugh even if the jokes are very simple jokes targeted at kids they can still be funny you know i think of toy story Toy Story has humor on all kinds oh, yeah. of levels. It's it's perfect. And this movie was not that. The jokes were not funny. I'll say, and I know we're going to talk about Jim Carrey a little more here in a second, but I'll say just my opinion. He, uh, as a presence, I find him funny. So I was glad to have his presence here in this movie because that was fun. But even his lines weren't particularly funny most of the time. I didn't laugh at this movie. It was not funny. <laughs>
3: Well, Jim Carrey has, has always been a, ever since he was on, what was it, In Living Color? In did, Living
2: uh, Color.
3: He did uh, Fire Marshal Bill. He's always been a character that has moved his body in ways that humans didn't think
2: they could do it. <laughs> I mean, he's known as Rubberface.
3: Yeah, right. And it shows. He does it. He's got a rubbery face. Yeah. Um, and i i don't know if it was this, i don't know if they meant to bring jim carrey into this movie well i don't know but i feel like i do they brought jim carrey in this movie because he's jim carrey and he's gonna oh, yeah, play absolutely. a wacky character and dr robotnik in the games is just like this evil guy who has like a gravelly-ish voice and just wants to defeat sonic like there, there, it doesn't go much... As far as I know, I haven't played a ton of Sonic... I have played, like, a million... I haven't played all the Sonic games, alright? i played a lot. But from what I can tell, from the, at least the Sega Sonic games, he's just a dude who hates Sonic. Now we have, like, a character that we can create, and they just brought in Jim Carrey to produce this character.
2: Yeah, on uh, on that note, um, it really is interesting that they brought in Jim Carrey on this, because Jim Carrey's been... Through quite the experience over the last couple of years, um, uh, we uh, back on uh, some jerks you talk about movies. We talked about uh, one of one two of his earlier films, uh, The Mask, and then also Bruce Almighty. Uh, and Bruce Almighty, I would say, kind of was one of the last like true comedies that he made uh, in the early 2000s because then you see him kind of shifting into uh Lemony Snicket, Lemony Snicket uh, uh, series of unfortunate events which right. did not do well. Uh, you see him doing, you see him doing things like the number twenty or twenty-three. You see him doing things like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, yeah. Uh, and one. then, you know, it kind of pinnacles, uh, about four years ago, he did a, uh, he did a documentary called Jim and Andy, uh, that recounts, uh, his portrayal of the role of Andy Kaufman in the film Man on the Moon. Uh, and, uh, that documentary, if you haven't seen it, it will make you hate Jim Carrey, um, because, dear lord, I mean, dear lord, uh, and then after that, he kind of held up this persona of, like, nah, I'm gonna be sardonic, I'm going I'm not gonna care about he grew anything, a beard. he, yeah. ju- okay, I actually like the beard, though, um, but, he, but
3: it wasn't kept, he just, it was just like, you know? It was just out.
2: Yeah, I know. I liked it. Um, Like, Jim Carrey entered what what I've seen some people enter. It's a stage in life that I like to call the middle finger uh, stage where you literally just walk around and just middle finger everyone every single day. Not physically, but metaphorically. Uh,
3: I'd, like to, I'd like to be clear that my point with the beard is that it fit in with his sardonic character that he was putting on. Like, He also got it really into art which uh, he still is i assume but that was a thing that like news stories covered i remember watching one um and it was like he wasn't acting for a little bit he was just working on art
2: yeah and i i will say like before anyone like comes after us like i do understand that like he struggled with huge bouts of depression uh uh I think from like 2010 to about 2015, 2016, when Jim and Andy came out, like, and I completely understand that. I sympathize with Jim Carrey because, trust me, depression actually sucks on so many freaking levels. It's not even funny. But at a certain point, he started playing a character. He started playing this role of like, of like the. I don't care what anyone thinks and I'm going to tick every single person off that comes to me. So the fact that he's in this movie is kind of amazing because this is like take 90s Jim Carrey out of the 90s and plop him into 2020. Uh, And it's, it's so interesting.
0: I mean, I will say personally, I like Jim Carrey's Dr. Robotnik. Um, I don't think the I mean like I'll mention the writing is that great, but I think from like a character standpoint, I don't have the experience to compare him to the Doctor Robotnik from the video games. But well, I think
3: <laughs> there's no comparison really. I mean it he's right. just a dude who hates well,
0: Sonic. That's Right. But I think that Jim Carrey plays an interesting character with Doctor Robotnik in this film.
2: Well now I I'm I'm sorry that I didn't uh say this earlier. Like Jim Carrey is my favorite part in this movie. Yeah, like one hundred percent he's my favorite part in this movie. Like I know that we crapped on him for about ten minutes, but he is like <laughs> probably easily the best part of this movie. Um I uh I will say the Sonic game that I played growing up, Sonic Heroes for Playstation Two, great game. Great game. And Doctor Robotnik is very similar to uh in that game he's referred to as Doctor Ed- Egghead. Um Yeah, yeah. But uh but yeah, Doctor Robotnik Eggman. in this movie really matches up with Eggman and uh in Sonic Heroes, so I was here for yeah. it and Jim Carrey does do a great job. I just had he like was... some grief I needed to get off my chest about Jim Carrey.
3: Well most of my experience with Sonic was from the Sega the old like ps1 or sega genesis days where he was just like a talking head basically but yeah you're right about heroes
1: um i i agree so far with like every single thing doug has said in this episode um we're on the same same wavelength on this one um jim carrey is the best part of this movie but one or two of y'all said he was an interesting character is he actually interesting, no. or is it just that all of the other characters are so boring? Right. I think he's yeah.
0: interesting to watch, but I mean, it's also there. There, I mean, you're right. There's not much to compare it to.
3: Yeah, when you say interesting character, you, I think the implication is that there's some depth or or so, there's something to analyze.
0: Um, maybe I there suppose. is eventually, but it, that that I mean, definitely I think there is, up. but I mean compared to every other character in this movie. I mean... Yeah, he
3: presents himself as a wacky uh, antagonist. I mean, that's... The, it, and it, it doesn't get much more than that, you know.
2: I uh, I think, kind of talking about the fact that there are no other really interesting or, like, fleshed-out characters in this movie, I think, it, I think it comes down to two things. One, casting James Marsden as the straight man in this movie... Terrible. Ch- okay, hold on. Let me let me come back to that. So you have Ben Schwartz playing Sonic. Now Ben Schwartz is this big, bombastic, like larger than life character actor. Uh, you think you think of his roles in Parks and Recreation as John Ralphio. Like the minute he steps on screen, you know, oh Ben Schwartz is here. Get ready, folks. Let's go. Yeah. Um. And for some reason, Sonic in this movie is written mostly as a blank slate. Which, he is in the video games, like, he's a blank slate for the generic hero, the generic leader. Like, I mean, there's not a whole lot. There's a little bit of childish whimsy in this, but that's not enough to justify a character. So that's one problem. Balance that with James Marsden playing the straight man, uh, who, James Marsden is a phenomenal actor... But James Marsden also has this, probably, in my opinion, this horrible agent who decides to cast him in these buddy movies where he has to play off of the eccentric, cartoonish character. And when you have Sonic being written, and when you have Sonic being written as just a blank slate, and you have James Marsden, who's known for playing just a blank slate, there's you're not looking at anything. It's just two blank slates. So I think the fact I think that gets back at why we really do enjoy Jim Carrey in this because he's not a blank slate. At the very at the very least, he's got like some squiggles written on his slate.
1: Yeah, and they yeah, happen to be
2: funny it. squiggles. Yeah, if if there are any funny moments in this movie
1: at all, they are Jim Carrey.
3: Yeah. Well, I actually thought his wife's sister was pretty funny, several times actually. But
0: so I like the uh, <laughs> guy in the bar who makes the "We don't serve or we don't like your kind" around here. What kind is that? Hipsters. I chuckled.
1: Yeah,
2: you would. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, uh, that was uncharacteristically <laughs> well, main. Well, it you would laugh at hipsters, Ben. Thing that as you are one. I repeat I? my I really like joke from here, right? earlier. Uncharacteristically main. Um, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. Am, am I, I a hipster? Is that uncharacteristic of me?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm still trying to figure out am I actually a
2: hipster? No, you're not. Okay. You're a coffee snob. I don't think snub, you have a lot of hipster
3: but, qualities, but you're not a hipster.
2: You're a coffee snob. That's about it. Okay. Well, oh, yeah, speaking yeah. of bad lines in this movie, because. Um,
3: <laughs> just kidding, Ben. Yeah, I, go I, needed, ahead, Tristan. I needed a segue to get into the script. <laughs> oh, we've kind of been talking about it a little bit.
1: Yeah, we have. Oh, we um, thought we were but, talking about Jim Carrey still. Yeah, were you gonna say something else about the script, Tristan?
3: Well, um, I was gonna say that it is very on the nose. I think the script doesn't leave anything up for interpretation. It just it just and doesn't need to, I guess.
0: Like there are movies that don't do that, but um, I mean, I, I mean, think the best way to describe it is, this movie is just kind of junk food for your brain. Yeah, it's yeah. a movie. You've got your protagonist. You've got what goal they need to reach. They get there.
3: Yeah, and not
0: no twists, turns.
3: Well, I mean, I wasn't expecting anything deep from Sonic, and I didn't really get it, and that's fine. You know, I did, I, you know, well, if I think I would have been shocked if I would have gotten like dr robotnik's sad backstory like i was like man that's kind of did i need that i don't know um but maybe
1: in the sequel tristan maybe
3: in the sequel we'll get it talking about depth to eggman um but like the script is it, it, it's there's i feel like there's cliches in it of just like you have guy who's dissatisfied with life and then meets buddy doesn't like Buddy at first. Then becomes friends with Buddy eventually at the end of the movie. And then the power of friendship saves Sonic. Sonic wakes up when he hears that he has a friend. You know, it's like stuff like that. And it's like... It's fine. It's it's like whatever. It's not like groundbreaking though. And it's,
1: It was cute. And I hate that. It was way <laughs> too
3: cute. Ugh. Well, you guys mentioned that it was forgettable. I didn't think it was forgettable. I, I remembered it pretty well. Um, but maybe maybe i just remember i I think
0: by that they also they also just kind of mean it's just bland yeah like there's nothing like particular particularly memorable about it this
1: feels like the kind of movie that would be sold in like a mm three-pack you know with the percy jackson movie
2: everybody forgot (laughs) and like hoot or something Oddly enough, another movie that stars Logan Lerman. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, if, if you've noticed just how much I've commented on the script, I feel like that should just say my thoughts on how forgettable this movie is. I genuinely... I can't think of any funny lines or any, like, memorable lines or... Yeah, I think no. I think the only thing I can really remember involves Jim Carrey, and it's the weird dance he does out of freaking nowhere.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
3: I thought the end was was fun. Like I had like at the whenever they got to the top of that building, and then Robotnik showed up. From that point on, I was having a good time. Like I, I enjoyed it. You know, like I know it was sappy, and then like the script was still bad, but. I, well, I had a good time. I,
1: mean, I think, f- yeah, I think fun, you use the word fun, that's probably the
2: kindest adjective you can use for this movie. Yeah, I would say stuff happens, which is more than you can say for a lot of the movie.
3: Well, that's kind of how a lot of video game movies are. That oh, they, no, they just, the They just chuck stuff into a movie that's from the video game.
0: I mean, they bank yes. on the success of the video game to carry the movie... And yeah. they don't really try and tell an interesting story. They play
3: it yeah. safe with... Them. Well, look at Mortal Kombat. Like, there's not much of a story in the Mortal Kombat game. At least but not we the have
2: one. two, soon to be three movies. There's actually, like, a bunch of anime movies that I haven't seen. But speaking of, uh, speaking of video game movies, like, as a whole... So, this... We're in an interesting era for video game movies... Because, on the one hand, you have video games like Doom, Destiny, Call of Duty. Uh, You still have Mario games coming out. You still have Legend of Zelda games coming out. You still have these, like, classics that are classic because they have a lot of replayability. You can pour hours and hours and hours into them. And then you also have this huge market of games that are strictly story-based. You know, the first one that comes to mind is The Last of Us. And, for some reason, we keep getting movies made about games that we don't really need to know the story to. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't really need a movie to tell us the story of Angry Birds. We don't need a movie to tell us the story of World of Warcraft. We don't need a movie to tell us the story of Super Mario Brothers, and even then... Okay, actually, I'm going to retract that, because that movie is such a weird trip of a time. I might actually recommend it, because it is <laughs> you
1: do love so movies? weird. It is. Yeah, well, that's that's interesting that, you know, you point out, I've never played The Last of Us, but I've heard good things about the story, that's like, that's the kind of thing that would make a good movie. And I'm thinking about, I've played a lot of Legend of Zelda games, and it's a lot of just like, crawling around a dungeon to find the macguffin. Yeah. And it's like, all right, well, outside of Indiana Jones, why would you make a movie about this?
2: Here's here's my argument for why honestly, we don't need video game movies like at all. Because movies like games like Mario and Sonic and uh, Assassin's Creed I wasn't going to say Legend of Zelda, because Legend of Zelda, like, is a certain thing. Well, Tomb Raider has a va- has two movies. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so, like, I mean, mo- games was that... was a
3: movie first, was it? Or was it no. a game first?
2: No, it was a game first. Oh, okay. So, we have these games that don't really have a story, don't need to be fleshed out. And then you get the occasional movie that's made about a game that has, like, a very fleshed out story, like Tomb Raider... Um or Assassin's
1: Creed.
2: Like Assassin's Creed. Uh, and you know what people say when they watch it? Why would I watch this when I could experience it playing the game? That's yeah. that's that's why whenever I hear people saying there should be a Last of Us movie, I'm like, why? Why? Because right. we, I have something that I can pour up to up to hundreds of hours into as little as i think 10 is my fastest run of the last of us um yeah i don't speed run i don't speed run uh video games um but uh but like every time i hear somebody say there should be a movie of the last of us i'm like why why would i want to take in 3 hours what i can take in in 20 30 40 hours and and you can drive the action when you're playing exactly week yeah and you can do what a movie can't do you can die (laughs) and 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 keep
1: going
3: (laughs) i think it raises an interesting question of when you take a a game like um now a lot of these franchises that we've named have eventually created plots they're not like as compelling as like uncharted or something you know or the last of us but um but but they have eventually but like you know, go back to like the '80s and pick Super Mario Brothers. Like they made a movie about it in the '80s. There wasn't really anything to go off of other than your you play Mario, he saves the princess, he fights Bowser. That's that's it. You know, so like take something that doesn't have much of a plot at all. Should the, should there be a? I mean, I'm I'm not saying either or. I'm just asking a question. But should there be a movie based off of that, or should you create a plot from that? By using a movie? Because, Doug, I, I do agree with you. I definitely don't think you should take something like The Last of Us and make a movie out of it. Because, like you said, it, you have a great game already. Something that's so plot-driven and has a, a great experience attached to it already. Um, it just doesn't need a film. But Sonic doesn't really have much to it until later games. 2006, Sonic... Had a. It was it Sonic. Uh, I don't know. Unleashed or something? It was the Sonic one Mania. The city? No, I the think one where it's. He's in like a city.
2: Well, yeah, that's Sonic Unleashed, but, like, I mean, there's, like, a whole Sonic television show that's why. That's hugely popular.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm just thinking of, like, all these different Sonic games where they've made different plots and tried to shoehorn Sonic into them. Like, it just.
2: Well. What what I think is so weird, and is honestly kind of a little infuriating, is you have these franchises that have been going on for decades and decades and decades, and they have at some point created a mythos, and when you make a movie about them, what's the first thing you do? You throw out the mythos. Mm. Like, rarely in a Sonic game do you see, like, people... Right, rarely. Like actual humans. Yeah, like actual humans. Uh, and I mean, it's just like, why Why do we need to see that? Why do we need to just throw it out and give us the same generic stock plot that we would have gotten from anything else?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, to throw in uh, another example that uh, y'all didn't talk about, we also had Detective Pikachu that was released fairly recently, which I think, I would say bucks the trend a little bit, because, I mean, you've got the Pokemon video games that all pretty much follow the exact same plot line. Uh, you know, you go town to town, catch Pokemon, earn gym battles, beat the evil team, and then you've got this Pokemon movie that is completely different. Uh Although I think yeah. there was a Detective Pikachu, yeah, there video is a game. Detective Pikachu video uh, game that I well, think I'll follows. I'll be honest, I know nothing about it.
2: I don't know well, really think... anything about it either. Well, the game yeah.
1: was very successful.
2: Elijah, you were well, going to say something?
1: Yeah, just the the Detective Pikachu movie
2: that did pretty
1: well for itself. Oh, but yeah. I saw it, and once again, was like that was such a nothing movie. I think
0: it, it was. Popular for a similar reason that Sonic was, only instead of Jim Carrey, insert Ryan Reynolds.
1: Yeah, and I, I'm, I mean, I like Ryan Reynolds fine as well. But it was like in that movie, I was like, I don't care. This is, and the acting wasn't very good. Um, there was one character in the movie that I thought was hilarious, and he's in the movie for like ten minutes, and then you never see him again. And from that point on, I was like, this movie sucks. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Yeah, video game movies. We probably
2: just shouldn't touch (laughs) them. Well, Ben brought up a good point in that a lot of video game movies are made kind of with the idea that, well, the game is successful, therefore the movie will be successful. We're going to ride that wave. And some some of them are. Some of them... To an
0: extent, uh, I mean, that's true because so many people will go see it because they like the video game. You guys want to take a guess at how much Detective Pikachu made?
2: Four, I feel like, like it tripled four, its budget at four least. Four hundred
3: and thirty something million dollars. Yeah. 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 It's the second highest grossing video game based movie ever.
2: Yeah. Well oh, craft. Well what's really weird about Sonic is that Sonic almost looked like it was going to ride that wave of like success of the video game, got a huge fan base behind it. The movie's going to be insanely popular. And, I mean, it was successful. It did get pretty decent reviews. It's getting a sequel. But, we still didn't get that great of a movie. And, the reason I bring up that, you know, it looked like Sonic was going to do that is because, folks, if you aren't paying attention back in late 2019, they released a trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog that was originally supposed to come out in 2019, and they uh, they did a little design Sonic of Sonic.
0: Was hideous. He had teeth. They had like... tried to humanize
2: uh, Sonic's design. Granted, it looks horrifying. Now it's he lo- was yeah, it's horrible.
3: Let let me just th- throw some brevity in here. Sonic is a cartoon hedgehog, so right. the idea of whatever looks hideous uh, 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 next to a cartoon hedgehog is uh, like the most like objective thing ever probably um but with that being said it was hideous
1: <laughs>
3: oh yeah i mean it, it's the
0: fact that they tried to humanize sonic a non-human that's what it seemed like. character yeah instead of just like taking his design and ultimately doing what they did and that's right making it more lifelike and the internet backfired and i i'm not
3: sure you know i was thinking about this earlier today um I don't know if this was – and maybe we can get your opinions on it. it. Do you think this was just because the internet flared up? I, guess, I think. Or did it include someone internally saying, hey, everyone's right. Like,
0: this doesn't look good. Maybe okay. someone I was, involved I was, with the production had to be like, I don't know about that. yeah. yeah.
2: I was with you for a minute, Tristan. However, I'm going to put on a little tinfoil hat for just a second okay. and be like they never intended to make Sonic like look as hideous as possible. They were like, We're gonna make a trailer. We're gonna they they said, Okay, we don't have the movie ready. The movie's due like I think October of twenty nineteen. We're not ready. So here's what we'll do we'll take some footage We'll change the design of Sonic. Make him look utterly hideous. We'll put out the trailer. Everyone will get furious. Demand we redesign him. And then we can take a couple months. Fix the movie. Finish it. And then we'll be good. I personally think it was a PR stunt.
3: This sounds like a conspiracy theory.
2: I firmly believe this. The minute it happened. I was like the minute they announced. We're changing the design. I was like you never had it that way did you. Uh, I mean, you uh, can also look at right. it like. You can also look at it as a ploy to get more people
0: because they showed that they were willing to listen to the audience. But
3: why so did it take I, so long? They care them...
0: about the audience.
3: Why did it take so long for them to release the movie after they already announced it then?
2: Because, Tristan, they weren't finished with the n- movie. They needed time, so they staged this whole thing. Just so they could finish the movie,
3: so they would lie about the release date.
2: I don't know. This is a complete conspiracy theory, <laughs> and I'm just like playing up a bit right now. Like, Fair enough. like <laughs> well, I, I don't have, I don't have the cell phone number of the CEO of Sega, uh, even though we know he listens to the podcast. Um, <laughs> it's good uh, to know. well, it's good to know. We but... we also don't have Sega Shiro. If anybody knows that reference. No, message us. Yeah, yeah. Please
3: tell me. Someone tell me what that means. Message me and tell me. Sayeth sh- the Oh, don't. I'm th- <laughs> gonna make everyone look it up. I'm just
2: kidding. You tell me. I don't care. I'll tell you, and then Ben cut this out of the podcast.
0: Hey guys, what's up? It's your pal Ben, and I'm here to interrupt the action with a few announcements. Uh, first, I just want to thank each and every one of you for listening this week. Uh, it really does mean the world that uh, y'all take time out of your busy day to come and listen to some random people talk about things on the internet. Uh, it's really cool because I'm sure there's a there are many better things you could probably be doing with your time. So thank you. Now, uh, if you're interested in signing up for our Patreon, you can get all sorts of cool bonus content, um, uh, bonus episodes, early access episodes, all sorts of cool stuff. You can check that out at patreon.com slash vidermedia. Another great way you can support us is by checking out our merch shop. We've got Tea with Doug G buttons and stickers, uh, and you can check that out at vidermedia.com slash merch. Now, the easiest way to support us is just keep on doing what you're doing. Keep listening to us. Keep Tell your friends about us. Keep following us on social media. Get your friends and family to follow us on social media. All sorts of cool things. That's all I've got this week. Uh, be sure to check out the other shows on Viter Media. We've got Tea with Doug G on Monday nights at 9. And the new episodes of Setting the Skeen dropping every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Let's get back to the show. about the rest of the effects in this movie
2: um okay so it's really weird because i think every other effect looks realistic to the world which is okay i do not want hideous humanistic sonic but everything else in the world blends in with the world a whole heck of a lot better than sonic does
3: i really like the color that like oh i I
2: love Now, like okay. when
3: Sonic's running, it's it looks so good. I think, and like it, I really like the color. I like the electricity around his quill. That's cool too. That was a nice effect. It's very subtle sometimes.
2: Now I will say that this movie is like very pretty to look at. Like yeah. by and large, it is very pretty. It's that's, rare that's that what I remember. It's rare that we see a very colorful movie. Um. Yeah.
3: Other than that
2: Ben I thought I was gonna have more to say on that uh, when I suggested it and then like I was done in like three seconds
3: well I mean the 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 effects were alien planet right <coughs> Sonic himself or, or and or tails when I add that in and then dr Robotnik's robots and missiles that that was that was pretty much it I mean it was like they knew what they were doing here, and what they were going for. Um, It wasn't like... I don't know. I guess when your main character is a a special effect, (laughs) then that's what you're focused on.
2: So So, do you
1: think they can do it again?
2: uh, The sequel's always worse. By and large, the sequel's always worse.
3: This movie was like the fifth... Or I want to say it's the fifth highest-grossing video game movie ever, or based on a video game.
2: Um, it made a lot of money. This movie did. Yeah, I mean we know, we know they're gonna make another movie. Yeah, yeah. it's just will gonna it be suck. Successful? I think yeah, it. Well, I, mean, I think it will be successful. I'll go see it.
3: Uh, just to let you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not excited about it, but I'm not excited about it. But if y'all see it. And like it, I might watch it. Okay.
3: <laughs> you probably won't like it, though, because I like I this one, and you didn't like it
0: much. Worth a shot. Yeah. Uh, if nothing else, I think that, unlike some other movies that we've watched, this does a good job of actually setting up the sequel, like doing it in a way that I would consider right, like not spending the entire movie setting up for the sequel. It just uses a post credit scene to be like... Hey, here's this thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, um excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I, I know that I've crapped on this movie a lot. I know that I even crapped on the fact that they're doing a sequel. Uh, and I do think that the sequel will be bad. I really do. However, the prospect of the sequel, like actually building out the world of Sonic um, and not the human world, you know, the one that we see every single day of our lives... I'm down for that. It's pretty, it's,
3: yeah, there's a pretty big possibility that it'll, it'll be somewhat cohesive. I mean, looking at others, like looking at Sonic games that have humans in them, it just, the only one that I played was, I think it was Sonic Unleashed. I can't remember. Um, and it was just weird. Like, it was, it felt like Earth, but like a Final Fantasy world, kind of. Um, and, Every Sonic game seems to add something even wackier on top of it. And most of the Sonic games take place in Sonic's worlds. So it's not really established, like, how this all works. And the movie is the first medium to say it's connected to Earth. You guys know space, right? And, like, aliens and magic, I guess? Like, those are tangible concepts that you can comprehend. But looking at a game and saying that there are these animals that are <laughs> are different colors and can somehow just travel to different planets and worlds worlds as it calls them. What does that even mean? Are they traveling by spaceship? Who knows? They're just appearing though. And I know I'm I'm delving pretty deeply into sonic lore here and trying to understand <laughs> what this means. Well if Who knew there if,
1: was Sonic lore?
2: <laughs> well, if you'll allow me, take that tenfold hat, put it back on I don't know if y'all saw but uh that world that Dr. Robotnik wound up on a lot of mushrooms. We may be looking yeah. at the Mushroom Kingdom and if we're looking at the Mushroom Kingdom that means we're going to get Sonic V Mario, true a That's true right. duel of the franchises.
1: Sonic you know, V Mario Dawn of Justice.
2: We're going to get Sonic. <laughs> we're going to get Sonic and
3: Mario at the 2024 Olympics. That's going to be the next movie.
2: <laughs> for we just write it in like like that's the subtitle for of the, the movie Wii. for the Wii. <laughs>
3: a new game for the Wii. they haven't made one in 10 years but they're making another one
0: all right sweet well let's score this sucker all right well uh if this is your first time uh listening to the podcast we use pretty simple scales uh one to a hundred points uh 100 means it is a perfect movie It has absolutely zero flaws it cannot be broken uh doug <clears throat> And then a 1 means that it is a steaming pile of turds. Uh, so yeah, uh, who wants to go first? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll go first.
3: Okay. Um, uh, earlier I said I would give this a double Jesus number. I don't know what that means now that I've said it. Um, I thought I did. <laughs> but anyway, the score is uh, 77. That's what I'm giving this movie. Um, you know, like... Made the earth I know Jesus it was God, but made the earth seven all right, anyway. I followed. Yeah, cool. Uh so
2: <laughs> Wow, that was so
1: roundabout.
3: Welcome
2: to Setting the Skein where after every movie review we give you a brief <laughs> lesson in theology. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it, folks. Uh so seventy seven is my score.
3: Um you know, I had fun in this movie and I said earlier when we finished it that I wouldn't watch it again, but I may willingly watch this movie again in the future. I don't know if I would ever suggest it. But, you know, if my kid in, like, a million years, whatever I have kids, uh, you know, says, <laughs> says, I would like to watch Sonic, because that's something the kids are going to talk, uh, then, you know, maybe I'll watch it. I'll say, yeah, yeah, let's watch Sonic. Watch Jim Carrey and Sonic. So.
2: And then you can look at your kid and be like, look at all these ass... Look look at all these actors they're ash now in their coffins yeah. oh
3: no well and on that long, note i i had fun and it and it was uh it wasn't the best movie it had a lot of flaws but jim carrey was in it and i had fun
2: well, on that note, I'll uh, I'll give it my score. Now, at the end of 2020, I went through every single movie that I saw in the year 2020, as well as every TV show. Uh, if you follow me on social media, you can find it there. Um, and the score I gave for Sonic was, I gave it a 63, and that's about in line with what I would give it now. I am going to give it lower. I'll give it a 60. Uh, Jim Carrey is fun. It does look nice, but it's nothing. There's there's nothing there. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah.
2: I well,
1: I I still haven't even we still haven't figured out how our one hundred point scale even works. So what do these numbers even mean anymore? But I what have these brain, numbers
0: ever meant?
1: I know, yeah. You're right. Our our scores have never really meant anything. But my brain said give this movie a forty four. So I'm giving it a forty four. <laughs> I just feel like I should have laughed and I didn't. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, well, I had fun watching this movie. Um, it was some nice junk food for my brain. Uh, and since I've been watching uh, Euphoria on HBO Max, I needed some junk food for my brain, and this It'll was exactly you. what I needed. Yes, it will. Um, I had a fun time. It's not a good movie, uh, but I'm going to give it a sixty-five. And uh, after plugging that into our patented scorometer,
2: <laughs> that
0: gives us a final score of a 61.5. Okay. All right. Which sounds about right. I'll take it, yeah. It exists. Yeah. Well, guys, next week's going to be exciting. Do you know why? Oh, why? Hey, guys. Ben here. Uh, just interrupting the action real quick. Um,. In this next part, we uh, had originally discussed a movie that um, we had originally planned for next week, but we had to switch around a couple of our guests. Uh, So next week, uh, we will um, still be kicking off uh, a series of movies that we're doing to celebrate uh, Black creators during Black History Month. Uh, But instead of the movie that uh, I mentioned that I'm cutting out so you won't even know what it is till next week, uh, we are going to be reviewing the 2020 movie Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Uh, it's going to be a great time. You definitely do not want to miss it. In the meantime, be sure to keep up keep up with us on social media, at Viter Media, and all the other stuff that we do. And until next week, I'm Ben. I'm Doug. I'm Tristan. I'm Elijah. And this has been Setting the Skeen. Y'all have a great week. <laughs>